What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, of course, and today is episode 29 of the Cinemania World Show, the weekly show where we talk about movie news, television news, all that type of stuff going on in the in the in the movie and television world. Uh, I am joined by my co-host Alex Madden. Alex, what's going on? Not too much. Just got back from seeing the kid who would be king. That's good. That's good. You finally saw it. I saw that on Friday. Me and Tyler reviewed that movie on Saturday. How'd you like it? I liked it a lot, uh, except for the character of Morgana. That's really my only problem with that movie. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think uh, Morgana and the yeah, pacing of it was kind of wonky. Uh, yeah. As far as it felt long, but it's only two hours. Yeah. But um, I, I definitely agree. But yeah, so we got a couple of things to talk about. You know, Birds of Prey news. Uh, we've got a couple of key topics: the SAG Awards, box office, uh, fast track news, television news, and then a movie poll list, the Twitter poll, and then our closing segments and stuff like that. So, without further ado, first thing on the show, the main reason why you clicked this show, if you saw the te- if you saw the yeah thumbnail, is Birds of Prey. They dropped the Birds of Prey teaser, which I'm kind of like I kind of like that. Uh, Warner Brothers is doing this. With their past couple of, with like the past two movies, they, they did this. They did this with the Joker, you know, mm-hmm. when the uh, they had like a little test footage of Joaquin Phoenix with the paint on and stuff like that. Uh, I kind of yeah. like these little like these little like character teasers kind of thing, and it was nice to see how everyone's gonna be looking inside the Birds of Prey movie. So we got a little teasers, nothing nothing major. It's just of uh, Harley Quinn and and the entire cast, just like you know, standing. A little bit Harley Quinn being weird. It made me realize how much I did miss Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. Uh, she she also showed a little bit of a set photo. And I guess this movie is gonna be like you know her and Joker are no longer together in this film, and she's trying to bring on ring, ring in a new leaf, you know. So I guess that's what's going on. I liked the teaser. Before I get your thoughts, I like the teaser a lot for some reason. It's just I I, I like the vibe of it at all and stuff like that. Uh, what did you think? Um. It went a little too quick for me. Like, I understand it's only, like, a, what, like, 20-second teaser? Yeah, like, it's not uh, even, like, it's not even one of those, like, teaser trailers. It's literally just, like, a snippet of, like, of, like, the cast and, like, you know, what to expect. Just to get people talking and stuff like that. Is yeah, I, I, I like the color palette. Um, right. But I don't, I need to see a full trailer before I, uh, before I make up my mind as to whether or not I think it looks good or bad uh the brief shot of hugh mcgregor isn't isn't black mask supposed to have a black mask i think they did that because to show that it's ewan mcgregor like i think like like again i think this was just like a i don't think this was, this was just like oh check what's going on in this film and look what's happening i honestly think it was just like a casting just a cast you know a cast trailer kind of thing where they just show you a couple of couple of like what the cast is going to be and just to get you talking about the movie but i think that was how he's supposed to like roman Sionis is black mass's name but i think mm-hmm. i think that was because if you just saw a man with a black mask people would know oh wow that's the villain but like to show the face like oh wow ewan mcgregor's in this and stuff like that you know i think that's why yeah. i did that okay gotcha yeah that's really i really don't have much to say on that just because it's it's just something that's so quick, you know. And right. Like, I do like Harley Quinn's look though. Better yeah, it's different. Better. I think I think her look is 
a lot better than it was in Suicide Squad because it looks like they're kind of toning down the sex. Yeah, they're like we fucked up there. Well, not even that. You see how they toned down the fucking face tattoos and shit. Yeah, like definitely. she still has like the heart. Like uh, Mark, let me go pull it up. Margot Robbie, she uh, Margot Robbie pull out uh, did the set photo. Well, not like a, it was like a kind of like a just photo of her and saying that uh, saying that you know it's the first day of shooting and all she has is that heart tattoo that she had in Suicide Squad. But like you don't see the other stuff. It, I mean, the rotten thing, it's there, but it's kind of they made it smaller and more so hidden. And stuff yeah. like that, but yeah, I definitely liked how she, even though she's wearing something wonky and crazy, like a like I don't know what this jacket is, but like you know, it's it's the character of Harley Quinn, and and it still looks a little bit toned down, which I like too, you know. Yeah. Um. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I I I enjoyed it. I liked the music. I liked the vibe and stuff like that. You know, I really did enjoy it. So um, I'm excited for the film still. Um, I know some people have reserves. But I am excited for the film because it's not going to be Suicide Squad 2. And it's not like a bunch of bunch of characters. The only main... The, the Birds of Prey is, is, is a group of three. And I mm-hmm. think the main... Of course, the main movie is, is going to be about... The main movie is going to be about Harley Quinn. That's what we're all here for. And stuff like that. Yeah, and I yeah. think Warner Brothers knows that's what we're all here for. So I'm excited for it. You know, I have hopes. Uh, next on the key topics for today, we have the SAG Awards. The SAG Awards was on Sunday. I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to watch it. I was watching the Royal Rumble. Um, but the SAG Awards was on, what was that? How did that go, by the way? The Royal Rumble was good. It was a lot of, it was long, it was a long show. It, it went over midnight. Um, and I was wow. exhausted. I was supposed to do it. We were supposed to do the show that night, but we were all like, fuck. Like, you know, I had to get up for work. The guys had kids, you know what I mean? Like to take care of in the morning. So we all went to bed and we were supposed to do the show yesterday, but one of the members of the show was got sick. So we did, we did the show just before this one. So the Royal Rumble yeah. review is up. The Royal Rumble 2019 review is up, everyone. If you guys want to go check that out after this. But uh, the SAG Awards. So the couple of winners from last night. Uh, well, Sunday night uh, from the motion picture side. Outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role went to uh, Rami Malek. The choices were Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, and John David Washington for Black Klansman. So, uh, what are your thoughts on Rami Malek getting that award? Doesn't surprise me. Um, I think despite all the backlash Bohemian Rhapsody's getting, I think he's mostly a lock for best actor, unless if somehow Bradley Cooper beats him or Vigo beats him. I think he's definitely a best actor uh, lock for the Academy Awards. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I agree. I, I, uh, what do you think about the uh, Bradley Cooper? He's kind of flopping, huh? Well, dude, you know what I'm seeing now on Twitter? Like we saw with Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book? A Star is Born is getting all the hate now. Why do you think that? Wait, really? I'm, I'm getting... Yeah, um. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people saying, oh, like, it's overrated. Like, it's not as good as... Like, it's not, like, it's not, like, necessarily people, like, hating it. It's just more people mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, it's overhyped and it's, like, not as good as people make it out to be. I've seen a yeah. lot of that on Twitter lately. I, um... I, then, I haven't seen it. Yeah, and then and then in my film class that I started yesterday, uh, somebody said, like, she, uh, our teacher asked us to, like, introduce ourselves and, like, what was the last 
or most recent movie we watched or a movie that we liked and didn't like it. Somebody was like, oh, yeah, I saw Star is Born and I didn't like it. I was like, where is all this coming from all of a sudden? Yeah, I, I did not realize that. I, uh, I I thought people were just like feeling sorry for the movie at this point because it's it's flopping hard. Like it's like it's getting song and song and song, but like the movie is flopping as far as winning anything, and it's like kind of baffling because last year when the movie came out, everyone thought it was a lock for at least like five awards on every award show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like baffling how like the movie, all it's really taken away is just song. So. I don't know. I wonder how Bradley Cooper's feeling. I wonder how Lady Gaga's feeling. She's probably fine about it, but uh, it's very, very, it's very, very, um, very, very baffling to me how how kind of overlooked, not even overlooked, just kind of like sidelined the movie is. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, definitely. So then we have. Um, I'm so sick of this. Um, don't at me neither when I say this. Then we have outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role: Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins, Glenn Close, the wife, uh, Olivia Coleman, the favorite, Lady Gaga, Stars Born, Melissa McCarthy. Can you ever forgive me? The winner was Glenn Close, the wife. Can we stop this now? Oh my God! Like, I'm, I'm getting like, I'm getting so tired of this well, Glenn so Close thing. What's so special about that movie? Probably nothing. Like, and I and I saw it. I, I I didn't even hear of it until the Golden Globes. Yeah, I saw it, and I was like, okay, it was good. It's like, what is this? Like, what is this like Glenn Close thing that we're doing? Can we like give the like Olivia Coleman was great, Gaga was great, McCarthy was overwhelmingly great in that movie. Blunt yeah. for both movies that she did last year. It's just the wife, Glenn Close. This is getting boring now. Like it's because because it's Glenn Close, that's why. I guess. Uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role. Uh, we all know should win by this. I'm getting I'm getting kind of tired of this too because so many supporting actors were great last year. But Maharshala Mah- Mah- Ali, like he deserves it. He deserves everything coming to him. But this is like the third or fourth award that he's received. And it's like these award shows are watching it go to him, and I'm like, you got. I'm glad Chalamet was was nominated, but Chalamet, give Chalamet something, give Driver something, Richard Elliot, no Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant. These guys are just so great. So yeah, well, it's, it's, it's kind of, it, it's like it's kind of sad seeing all these awards go to one person each. Yeah, it gets all these award shows get really boring when it goes to the same person every yeah. time. And when it's and when it's so predictable when somebody when somebody gets nominated and then like mm-hmm. oh, they do all the award shows and it's like, "Oh yeah, that person's going to win." And they win at every single award show. It's like, "See, told you." Like, I don't even have to watch a show anymore. All right. Um all right, so outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role. This is this one I was I was happy about, but we have uh we had out uh, Amy Amy Adams for Vice, Emily Blunt, A Quiet Place, uh, Margot Robbie, Mary Queen of Scots, Emma Stone, the favorite, Rachel Vice, the favorite, and the winner was Emily Blunt for A Quiet Place. Oh um, wow. Yeah, very happy for her. See, this is something different. This is new. Um yeah. the fact that she was even nominated for this movie was great. Uh how about that Tony Coletto? Anyway, uh she was great. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Outstanding performance by a cast in the motion picture. We have A Star is Born, Black Panther, 
Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, City, and Crazy Rich Asians. The winner was Black Panther. And then outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a motion picture was, again, Black Panther. Uh, I don't know how Ant-Man and the Wasp made it there. And not like something else, like Aquaman or something, or, but or Mission or Mission Impossible. It was. It was nominated Infinity oh, War. Infinity War as well. But um, or even like Widows. I mean, Ant Man and the Wasp. I don't know. Uh, it's like CG. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy. I'm very happy for Black Panther winning all these awards. It's been great. And I'll discuss the television awards uh, when we get to the uh, television news rundown. Okay. But what are your thoughts on some of those SAG award wins? Oh yeah, I'm I'm with you with the whole Glenn Close thing. Like enough is enough. Like just just stop. Like I I'm so sick of just her winning. I like I don't even know what the movie is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people will be like, oh, you can't really say anything because you haven't seen the movie. That's true, but it's like I've also. I also know that a half of like a lot of these women were great in these movies, and this is Glenn Close's like fourth award for this movie, and it's getting kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Um, all right. So next for the show, we have the box office to get into. So let's get right into that. The box office for this week, number one was Glass with eighteen million. Um, it dropped fifty three percent. It's gonna be an interesting thing to talk about real quick. But uh, we had the Upside eleven million at its third weekend at number two. Aquaman still hanging in there seven million number at number three. The Kid Who Would Be King did not do very well. Came in at seven million at number four. Um, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse is also gaining a lot of track uh, a lot of traction from the uh, Oscar nom. So they're still getting they're still in the top five with six million. And then nice. opening weekend movies such as Serenity only made four million, which is a bomb. Thank God I heard that movie was horrible. Yeah. Uh, I hate I hate horrible movies. Uh, Why is the dog's way home still in the top ten? And yeah. So what are your thoughts on the uh, box office before I say my point? A couple of quick what? things. Aquaman is now the DC's not DCEU, DC's highest grossing film is Aquaman. I'm just, I'm actually kind of surprised with that. It just passed The Dark Knight Rises. I was gonna say I thought I thought The Dark Knight Rises was higher. Yeah, uh, no, it just passed it. Yeah, yeah, I that that's really surprising, but good for Aquaman because I saw it the second time, and I liked it more the second time. So. I'm glad you did. So did I. When I when I when I, when I took my mother, I liked it again. I'm like, this movie's great. Yeah, you know? I, um, it's I, very fun. I would probably bump it up from a B minus to like a B. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Maybe even uh, a B plus. I definitely agree. Uh, what I, what I wanted to say about the box office is that Glass is kind that of was... tanking. It's yeah, it fell off a lot. It's falling off because you know a couple of things. It's it's falling off mainly because I mean it's gonna it's 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 already gross world domestically 70, 73 million and the budget was twenty million. Yeah. But it's just if you go back to what Split did and how good Split held up, and it's not like it has good, really big competition. The only big competition was uh, the kid who would be king, yeah. and and maybe some of the upside. But like you know, it's it Glass should be like should have been like a movie that takes the box office like five weeks, you know. But like it's about to fall off soon. Um, this weekend we have what's what's out this weekend. Uh, Miss Bala, Miss Bala. Dude, that, that movie's not gonna make any money. I'm not. Yeah, so about maybe that movie. so 
so glass will probably do fine next week. They, they shall not grow old. I've been getting a lot of press screens, but I don't even know what that yeah. is. Yeah, it's a it's a documentary. Yeah, same here. Uh, yeah, Glass will be fine for another like week or two. I think the week after is gonna be the Lego Movie two, um, yep. and yep. then Alita: Battle Angel and Happy Death Day to you is the week after that. Yeah, the same week as Lego Movie two is that new Liam Neeson movie, which I heard. Yeah, is I heard it's actually really good. good. So you can check that out next week if you want. If yeah. we have, hopefully, we get a screening for it or something. But uh, I actually have a screening for Alita: Battle Angel uh, for Thursday, and I'm super pumped. Nice. Got to check yeah. that out. I've, heard, I've actually have, heard good things about it so far. Yeah, we have one for um, Lego Movie 2 next Tuesday. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. It's going to be a couple yeah. of good things. But, yeah, once again, I'm happy for Aquaman. Good stuff, good stuff. We're moving right along with this show, uh, which is good because i got to get up early for work. Guys got to pay the bills around here. Yeah. But um, next, we have the Fast Track News. So a bunch of stuff on the Fast Track News this week. We have uh, Universal's Dark Universe is officially dead. Lee Winnell is going to direct The Invisible Man because uh, I guess Blumhouse is going to kind of resurgence that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the first reactions to Lego Movie 2 call it really good, but not as good as the first one. Detective Pikachu 2 is already in development, and Ryan Reynolds is set to return. An all-female uh, Fast and Furious movie is in the works. Dwayne Johnson will not be in Fast 9, hence why they did the uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie. Nolan's next film is set to be released in 2020. No other details from Warner Brothers. Uh, then a Funko movie is in the works. Yes, you heard that right. Those Funko, those cute little Funko Pops. The Funko Pops? Yep, there's a movie in oh, the works God. for that. We all knew it was happening, how popular they are. Uh, Zack Snyder's next movie is going to be The Army of Dead, which is about a group of mercenaries who tries to uh, commit a heist in the middle of a zombie outbreak. Sounds kind of oh, awesome. Uh, Zombieland, yes. Zombieland 2 news and title. I will reveal that in a moment. And Zac Efron's Ted Bundy movie is receiving critical praise because of the uh, kind of sexualizing of Ted Bundy. I don't really understand because that's how it was. I would say polarizing reactions. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. I was kind of tired. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> all right, so for me, real quick, uh, I love how Nolan's movies are now events now. Great, good for him. Yes. He's awesome. Yeah. Although, uh, although I thought Dunkirk was boring as hell. Uh, Funko, the Funko Pop movie. The, the interesting thing about this movie, which is what I saw, because they already have a list of characters that's going to be in the movie. And mm. it's a, it, this is a Warner Brothers movie. Uh, it's it's under Warner Brothers. But the interesting thing is, is that it's under it's also under Funko. And Funko has a lot of licenses to a lot of properties. So... I'm going to name off a bunch of the properties that's supposed to be in this movie, which makes it really interesting. Are you ready, sir? Okay. Yeah, I am ready. So, Deadpool, Batman, Spider-Man, um, Iron Man, uh, Harry Potter, uh, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, uh, Pikachu. Like, like this sounds... This this can be bonkers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, it... if this is... And I heard that it's going to be written by, by some of the writers of Deadpool... So this would be Ooh. bonkers if it's just like <clears throat> balls to the wall, just all these characters fight. You know, I don't know what they're gonna do, but this sounds great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know it sounds dumb because it's a Funko Pop movie, but it this this could be on the potential of like a Lego movie. You know what I mean? So yeah. it just sounds it sounds incredible. But what's your thoughts on like anything from the Fast Track news spark your interest? Uh, um, 
Well, that that's definitely something. Um, because that could either be something really good, like the Lego movie, or it could just crash and burn like the Emoji movie. Because it's just se- it just seems like it, anything that's popular, we have to make a thing now. And yeah. uh, and that's kind of what's got me worried about the Funko Pops. But I, Funko Pops, it, they're like Legos. You, it, they're easier to work with than they are with Emojis. Like, the Emoji movie was just a dumb idea to begin with. Like, a Funko Pop movie, I think, could work. Right. And, you know, um, it's a good point. It's actually a good point. But, like, you know, when you said uh, there needs to be a movie of everything, Kevin Hart is actually cast in the Monopoly movie. Like, oh, what? yeah. <laughs> like, you, you saw that? The Monopoly movie? Um, yeah, it's retarded. Uh, anything else on the Fast Track News? Uh, Universal's Dark Universe is officially dead. Yeah, it's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I, 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 think it's, I think it's hilarious, though, that we're only going to get one movie with the Dark Universe logo. I know, and they they fast tracked this whole um they fast tracked this whole thing. Like I remember, like when they were talking about this, they had I still have the cast photo in my phone of all the people who's gonna play the monsters. Yeah, like Johnny like, Depp. Yeah, Angelina Jolie is supposed to be Lady Franken, like the Bride of Frankenstein, and it's like it's just preposterous how they thought this was gonna be a thing, you know. Uh, the Mummy was terrible, and it was just like they. Su- they threw way too much into that movie. Too. They did, and then they, they, and then it's like it literally was like the Monsters Universe's anim- Amazing Spider-Man Two, where it's just like setting up a sequel, setting up for sequels, setting up for sequels. You know, yep. so um, I'm glad it's done. It's not happening. I ugh, that that the Mummy's box office came back, and the critical responses came back, and the the fan negativities came back, and it was all atrocious. So yep. that surprised me. Um, I don't really care about the all-female Fast and Furious. I'm so done with that franchise. You, you don't even, like, it's, it's getting not tiring. Even, um, it's getting tiring. I'm, I'm so... You've been tired of it since you, the first one, right? No, because I liked Fast Five. I, I really too. liked Fast Five. Uh, and Fast then Five and Fast Six they, are my favorite ones. Then they just got... They just started hammering this franchise down your throat. Like, they're jumping off planes. They're jumping off skyscrapers. Like, like what else? And it's just yeah. like, it's, I don't think that's cool. It just looks it, stupid. I don't know. But I think that's kind of the whole point. Like, the movie just plays into, like, how ridiculous, like, it is. Because, but that's also a problem. Because yes. they know that that's what people want to see. And that's what people want to gravitate yes. towards. And... That's one of my problems with modern cinema now. It's like everybody just gravitates to all the extravagant action scenes with the cool cars, the badass muscular men, the sexy women, and they don't care about anything anymore, like character development, the editing, camera angles, directing, writing, anything that makes a film a film. As long as it has action and explosions, it's good. like and, and and it's crazy because uh, like I know the uh, I know like I know the release they had a problem with it, but fan wise, Bumblebee didn't make a dent. But then like the Michael Bay ones would be like like box office records, and I'm like, why though? Exactly, like, it's horrible. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly, and- because people gravitate towards watching ro- giant robots fight each other for two and a half hours, and they think it's amusing and entertaining, and I don't see how. 
Right, and I cannot stand. I, for the life of me, cannot. I am so over the Fast and Furious. I don't care about Hobbs and Shaw. Not I don't either. Like, not even, like, I, I don't care about these movies. I do not, for the life of me, care about the Fast and Furious. This is, like, one of my... This this is a franchise that I wish was dead. I wish it was it's, just done. I'm so tired it, of these fucking one last ride. We're family. Let's yeah. save the world. Do you know how? Do you know how stupid that sounds? Let's save the world. You fucking street racer. This is yeah. dumb. Well, I just. I. I hate. I hate those. I yeah. really do don't like them. Oh. For me. For me. There's like. There's. I can tolerate them because it's like yeah, the ridiculousness is dumb. But sometimes I need some of that dumb ridiculousness. You know. Uh, I know, like, I know, I know, I'm just butthurt. Yeah. But, really but, no, I do, I do agree with you that the series should have ended, and I think it should have ended at 7 when Paul, after Paul Walker died. Yeah, I think it should have ended after 5, Fast 5, that's just me, uh, but I, I don't know, it's never gonna end because it keeps, keeps making money for some, for some god-awful reason, but, I yeah I don't care if Dwayne the Rock Johnson is not coming back for Fast Nine. Good, the whole cast should just stop doing these movies. They should just stop making these movies. They won't, but they should. No, they won't. Uh, anything else from Fast Track? That's all. Oh yeah, Zombie Land Two. Uh, Zombie Land Two. Uh, the title, official title of it, because uh, they dropped they dropped a poster today. Poster looks cool. They have they're pretty much in the, all in their same stance as their mm-hmm. first poster. Uh, but Zombieland Two, the title is Zombieland Two Double Tap, which is hilarious, and I can't I, wait. I've got I've got more news regarding uh, Zombieland Double Tap. What's up? Rosario Dawson has been. Yeah, cast. she's been. I actually wrote that down too. I just forgot to say it. Yeah, she uh she was cast in it, uh, which is okay, which is cool, cool, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm ex. I Zombieland is. Is like this probably might be a shocker, but Zombieland is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. So I when can I see why, well, like when they um, I don't because like when I was a little younger, I was never like I was into film, but I wasn't like a film craze like lunatic. But I always had film and like movies in the back of my mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was always excited to talk about them and to see new movies and stuff like that. But Zombieland was one of those, like, you know, like, when the DVR g- became, like, a thing? Mm-hmm. Like, DVR. Zombieland was, like, a mo- literally, I had, I recorded Zombieland on my, D- on my like, first ever DVR, and I had it in the DVR for two years, you know, nice. and then I eventually bought the Blu-ray, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I, when I, now, when, when I was first introduced to the, to the movie store that you and I, that you and I used to go to, um, yep. That was where I I bought my my first movie that I bought there was Zombieland because I love oh, wow. that yeah so I love Zombieland so much so I hope that I I hope the sequel does not make me feel like what Incredibles two made me feel like but especially I, after ten years right yeah because it's been it's gonna be just like Incredible I'm gonna go walk in there the same enthusiasm like Incredibles two I just hope I walk out really really happy I and get- I walk out kind of disappointed. Yeah, I gotta ask, does Jesse Eisenberg age? Dude, he looks just, everyone all looks older, he just looks the exact same. Yep. And the, uh, they, they did the, the Zombieland, and uh, I think it was, what is was it, is it Sony? They did the um, 10 year challenge. Yeah, it is Sony because it's Columbia. Yeah. So. yeah, they did the 10 year challenge, it's hilarious. But yeah. uh, so moving on to television news, television news rundown, only a couple things today. 
we had the Sci-Fi obtains the rights for the Chucky TV series. We had Netflix orders a series for both Resident Evil and Halo. That's going to be interesting. And uh, Jesse's this is um this is kind of sad. Uh, Empires M- uh, Fox's Empires uh, Jesse Smollett has been hospitalized after an assault. It was a hate crime. Uh, it was like because he was gay, he was assaulted by these men who were wearing MAGA hats. Uh, Damn. Very, very, very sad news. Uh, sending prayers out to him. But uh, yes, anything, anything spark your interest on the television news and stuff? What are your thoughts on everything? Uh, that's definitely something that is crazy. Uh, definitely sending prayers and thoughts out to him. Um, other than that, uh, the Resident Evil and Halo series. Definitely gonna watch those when they get produced. Especially Resident Evil. I don't think movies were the way to go for Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I get I get the first one's kind of gotten more respect mm-hmm. in the past, I would say, six years or so. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, maybe maybe television is the way to go with the video game adaptations. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the Uncharted movie coming. If that fails, and these two are successful, I think everybody's just going to gravitate towards TV, which would make yeah. it, would, it would make more sense. Especially if you have like ten hours of gameplay, you can adapt that ten hours of gameplay into ten hours of episodes. And you forgot about the Witcher series on Netflix too, coming out with um Henry Henry Cavill. Yeah, because that's a video game, The Witcher. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, I definitely agree. There's so many games I'm thinking about. Like could be could be great. Like I think Watch Dogs would be interesting. That would like, be a even really like good one. if if someone could really pull it off in the same kind of universe as the as the last game, like a GTA game with those characters. Would be I mean like a movie with those characters. No, like a TV show be kind of interesting you know you switch off in characters and you just do wild things like you you know go on go on missions stuff like that you know what yeah, i mean right, right like that'll be that'll be interesting uh like a red dead a red dead kind of tv series like fucking you're just following around Arthur morgan but uh yeah right. i would I, I would enjoy it i actually been i've been getting back into red dead redemption and i've been playing it i oh, do you- want to pick up resident evil 2 I'm hearing really, really good things. I want to pick it up at some point, hopefully I, soon. Yeah, I, I do too. Especially now that I'm getting my tax return back, I can. Oh, maybe... it's tax season, baby. <laughs> yeah, not as much as the past few years, but yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Something. So yeah. So uh, moving on right into the movie poll list. What you got for this week? Okay, on Blu-ray and DVD this week. Wait, where's my list? I almost hit the wrong app. I almost hit Twitter instead of Blu-ray.com. Um, so, on Blu-ray and DVD this week, we have the remake of Suspiria from Lionsgate starring Dakota mm-hmm. Johnson. I was going to blind buy it, but Best Buy did not have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have uh, Willow from... Disney and Buena Vista, which I've heard is a very underrated flick. I don't even know what the hell that movie is. Yeah, I'm like, what? But okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hunter Killer on Blu-ray and 4K. Reign of the Supermen on Blu-ray and 4K. Really want to check that one out. And uh, Boy Erased on Blu-ray. I don't think that's on 4K. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Here's one that everybody's going to love, and that is the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Oh, you mean it? It's coming out on Blu-ray already? Yeah, I can't believe it. Oh, my God. No one's going to buy that. Oh, oh, oh. Speaking (laughs) of, going back to the SAG Awards, you know what's out on Blu-ray this week, too? What? The Wife. Oh, God. I don't know what it is. I just uh, you just took all the way you took away all my energy. I was like, "What? What, Alex?" The white. I just dropped that bomb on you. Uh, um, I am actually gonna pick up, try to pick up Boy Erased this weekend. I've been wanting to watch it. I know I'm gonna like yeah, it, so I've been wanting I'm just to gonna see buy that it. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna buy it this weekend. Don't do Hunter Killer, please. Didn't you say? Oh, I'm thinking of the other movie. I'm, I'm like, wait, I thought you liked that. But I'm thinking of um, I'm thinking of uh, Operation Finale that you didn't like. Uh, no, I liked Operation. No, yeah, Finale. That, that you did like. Sorry, yeah. I was like, wait, didn't you like Hunch Killer? Yeah, no. So, <clears throat> so I'm reading this uh, Variety link that came up on my newsfeed that says um, the kid who would be king could be 2019's first flop. And That's sad. It's because the movie only made seventy million, and the budget was sixty million. Okay. Um. So it may lose up to fifty-five. And actually, it was in a decent amount of theaters. I wonder what. I really wonder what happened because it was in a decent amount of theaters, and um, yeah, it got no love. It got seven million. It's just reminded. This was a Mortal Engines kind of thing. This goes back to the whole thing I said about. Fast and Furious, where it's like all we need is action and explosions. Because to me, this I did not think that this movie was going to be good from the trailers, and I went and saw it today, and I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good movie, except for Rebecca Ferguson and her character. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be it's to me. I think this is going to be the biggest surprise of 2019 that's going to go completely overlooked. I or uh, one of the I, biggest surprises, you know. I think it's gonna be one of them because it's still like a really, really like it's still like a really, really um, uh, it's a really, really like long way ahead before a, a full, before we get to like the end of the year. Yeah. But I, I my here's here's my thing with the movie. The one of the reasons why I think it didn't do well is because. I think kids saw the trailer and just, or like parents and probably just couldn't resonate with it because it's like, it's, it's, it's set in like Britain, you know, like yeah. London or whatever like that. I'm trying to look on this box office to see what other kid movie could take the, um could take like this movie's audience away. And there's really nothing besides yeah. Into the Spider-Verse, but Into the Spider-Verse made under. And then besides, like, maybe A Dog's Way Home, but, like, I there's really nothing. Mary Poppins, the... maybe? Yeah, but, like, yeah, but all these movies came under The Kid Who Would Be King, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I, I would... I'm really interested to see what happened with this movie as far as to why it did not resonate with audiences and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I really have no clue. I, I'm gonna... I can say, like, oh, what about Glass? But it's kids. Like, I don't know... Like Aquaman took another seven million, but just the same amount as the kid who would be king. So I'm really not sure what happened with this movie. You know, maybe yeah. the maybe the marketing because it really it uh, if you really think about it, it wasn't marketed that well either. 
It wasn't. And the, so, trailer, and the, it, the trailers were really bland, too. Yeah, so maybe that's it. Because I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't looking forward to it until people no, said, go see no, it. Every, no, every, everybody I talked to that saw the trailer said it looked terrible. And like, then yeah. I saw, and, and then once the reviews started coming out, I was like, oh, maybe this is actually going to be good. And then I saw it, I was like, yeah, I liked it. Like, yeah, I wasn't looking forward to it until, like, the movie, until I actually heard things about it, like, oh, it's good. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, then I want to go see it now. But yeah. other than that, um, yeah, I just don't know about that movie. Uh, but real quick, moving on to the, um, what am I moving on to? Oh, Twitter moving poll. on to the Twitter poll. I put Cinemania World Poe, episode 29, how pumped are you for Birds of Prey? Uh, 40% uh, said excited, 50% said should be okay, and then 10% said meh. So the majority says 50% says should be okay. So no one's like, uh, well, there's a good chunk of people who's pumped. And that's, and that's the vibe I was getting to with the video that came out. There's a good there's a good couple of people who are pumped, and then there's a good couple of people who are just like, oh, we'll see. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. I'm a, I'm the one like, oh yeah, let's go. And I think you're the one who's like who's like, oh, we'll see. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's kind yeah, of a good di- dynamic between you and I. Whatever the not uh, not Matt, but the one above that, um, uh, uh, this is the one I voted for. You bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just messing around. All right, uh, that is the show, guys. Short one this week. Not that much stuff to, to dive into. But um, thank you guys for joining us once again for episode 29. Next week is going to be big. we got episode 30. That's exciting. But, um, yeah. yeah, Alex, uh, let us know anything coming up for your, your uh, page or anything like that over on YouTube. Um, yeah, I'm in the middle of editing a movie roast. Uh Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Um, I don't know if I'm going to change the style of those, though. Maybe like kind of like a bedtime story type thing where it's like I play two characters and the kid in the bed wants to listen to a story and he hears a bad story. I don't know. That just that was an idea that came to me. Might not uh-huh. do it because it sounds kind of stupid. But, mm-hmm. um, um, but other than that, I have my... Uh, review of the kid who would be king that's coming soon uh if i can get my homework done i'll put that up tonight but that's okay. that's basically it uh next tuesday i might we have the lego movie two screening and then i might do a double feature and just bite the bullet and see miss bala oh uh, yeah i that I'll trailer go, just bothers I'll, me for some I'll, reason I'll, i don't I'll know go in, i'll go in the morning so you don't have to go yeah, that trailer just bothered me when I save it to my see it for some reason. I don't know what it is, but every time I'm in a theater and I see the trailer opening up, and it just kind of puts it kind of just like it kind of it, it kind of just kind of like gets me in the wrong mood because the trailer starts off with like a club shootout, and it's yeah. a little too close to home to like what's been going on, you know, with that yeah. club in like Orlando, and it's like you know, I don't know. It it just. I remember. I remember when the trailer. When I first watched the trailer and it came on, I'm like, "Oh, is this like is this is this like a biopic of that of that night?" That's what I thought it was. But then it's like, "Oh, you must save your friend and you must be a hero to say what." And I was like, "What the hell is this?" Um, yeah, it looks 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 dumb. I don't think I'm gonna waste my time. But um, yeah. if you see it, props to you. But uh, <laughs> good luck to uh, me. 
Right. A couple of things we have on the page. We have a couple, we have a bunch of guests coming up on the show soon, uh, at some point, very, very soon. Casey Cowsley will be on the show. April Dawn is going to come back to the show. Uh, we yeah. have Zoe, Zoe, aka Zobo with a shotgun, will be on the show as well to talk horror movies, uh, bloody breakdown. So many people are going to be on the show at some point because we did do a poll last year saying what is more, what are some like more things that you want to see on the show, and a bunch of you said more guests, so that's what we're doing. Uh, yeah. Which means that Sean Chandler will be making a return. Bunch nice. of new bunch, bunch of people is going to be coming on the show, and I'm excited for. Um, yeah. Really pumped, really pumped. And then also, guys, we have um, our wrestling extension of the Cinemania of the Cinemania page slash channel is officially underway. Uh, new gear in the merch store, tpublic.com. Search Cinemania World. We have our new wrestling logos on there, Cinemania Wrestling, where we talk a bunch of... We won't... We aren't going to do, because I'm just one man, and I literally take care of everything as far as with the page, social media, everything, all that stuff. Uh, we are going to do... like We're not going to do the weekly shows, like reviewing Monday Night Raw and, and Tuesday Night SmackDown or Wednesday Night NXT, but we will be doing all the pay-per-views. So the pay-per-views, like the Royal Rumble, you can catch that, NXT TakeOver on Saturday. So we are going to do a bunch of the pay-per-views, and then at some point we'll move into Raw and SmackDown, if I have I, the time. I gotta ask, who do you who do you do the wrestling podcast episodes with? I do, because bef- believe it or not, the Cinemania, the Cinemania page was started... Because of a wrestling page, so I oh, was yeah, recruited. That's right. I, I was rec- that. I was rec- I was recruited by a wrestling page on Facebook called Wrestling Redefined by my buddy my buddy Craig. Craig is probably gonna do the show a lot too, the wrestling show. Mm-hmm. But I was recruited on that show, which had like, which had like like thirty admins when I was recruited. So I just became friends with half of them. So. When I left that page and started the movie page, <coughs> excuse me. When I left that page and started the movie page, um, you know, I just I still had those friends, and we were in a group chat since like the day I left, which was like two or three years ago. And I figured, you know, hey, I like I still watch wrestling. I still have all these friends who like talking it. Why not just start up? You know, just start adding wrestling to the podcast and just talking about it a little bit and stuff like that. So I have a, I probably have, I probably have more people to talk about wrestling on the show than movies. Like it's sometimes it's hard to get people on the show for the movies, movie stuff. Yeah. You know, because like, you know, with your schedule and then the Christina schedule and Jared's schedule, it's either Tyler or like Brett and then like James is busy a lot, so it's hard. But the wrestling guys, they don't do anything. Like they're they're so they're always like available, you know. So I figured, yeah. why not just add some more content, you know? Yeah. So, what's this, what's this what's this video of this redhead punching this blonde in the face? <laughs> what video from where? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you liked it on Twitter. Uh, oh, it's yeah. It's, it's, uh, oh yeah. It's born. um. Becky Lynch, she fucking knocked out. She like hit Charlotte Flair. Listen, wrestling's wow. awesome. Like if I take you to a wrestling <laughs> event, you'll think I think you have a blast. Wrestling's awesome, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, the Royal Rumble was nice. So I like, I'm, I'm glad that I had, we added this extra uh, content to the page talking about wrestling. Gonna post a couple of wrestling stuff on Instagram too, just to like you know get the word out that we do talk about wrestling here too. But um, yeah, so everything's been going well. 
uh, you and I have been applying to a bunch of new, like, uh, to a bunch of, uh, you know, cons and, like, events and stuff like that for press. So uh, we're still waiting on our notification for the, uh, we're still waiting on notification for the Boston Expo, the Boston Fan Expo, which is basically Boston Comic Con, uh, to Mm -hmm. go there as press. Uh, We tried to get into this year's PodCon 2 in Seattle, but just scheduling and stuff like that. So maybe next year we will definitely try. And then uh, we got approved. We got approved uh, for the most part for South by Southwest, but we just need a website, which is what's really kind of holding us down right now. We'd need an actual website, but literally, like I said, I'm one man. So if I could find someone to, 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 to just like build a website and have it, you know, post there and stuff like that. Cause I deal with all the social media. So it'll be like really hard to do with yeah. a website as well. But yeah. Yeah. Other than that, everything's going well over here at Cinemania. Um, yeah, everything's going good, but all right, guys, that is the show. We are out of time for today. Catch us back next week. This week, I'm, I'm not sure. I think the next show will probably, probably will probably be Cinemania Live at some point. But, um, uh, Alex, thank you for joining us once again. You are welcome, always a pleasure. Yes, sir. I agree. Every week, next week will be episode 30, so stay tuned, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That is Alex. This is the Cinemania World Podcast. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>